Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright but darkness looms. Where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. last left our story, Jack had escaped Max McQueen's malicious machinations, only to be shocked into silence by the sudden appearance of Atticus Bell at Scarlet's door. How long has Scarlet been hiding him, and what new light can he shed on the sadistic smilers? Find out in the exciting conclusion of The Case of the Smiling Shadow. Couldn't believe it. After all my searching, here he was, just standing there in the doorframe, looking down at his shoes. There was a parcel or something under his arm that he was awkwardly tapping with his fingertips, like he was searching for the right words to say. Emmy, I... Don't call me that. I'm sorry. She's down the hall in my old room. Jack, would you mind keeping an eye on this for me? Sure, Doc. Thank you. It's good to see you alive and well. You too, Doc. So, this is your house? It was, a long time ago. And, uh, he's your... Yes. uh, And you didn't think that that was worth mentioning earlier? It wouldn't have mattered. I didn't know where he was. We're not exactly close. Yeah, I noticed. Until he went missing, we hadn't spoken in years. And even then, he only sent me messages trying to convince me to leave town. Why? The truce between Max and the Dead Rose have always hinged on my father's continued employment at McQueen Mech. So long as he worked there, we were untouchable. The raid, the explosion at the dock, none of it would have happened if he had kept his word. McQueen's not stupid, you know. He never would have agreed to a deal like that if he considered you a real threat. He was just using you as leverage against your father. Can't you see that? Just because you can't see a threat doesn't mean it isn't there. Even a dead rose has thorns. So if you didn't know where he was, how did you find him? I didn't. He came to me last night and told me everything. He's been monitoring tranquility since he went underground. That's how I found you. Speak of the devil? I've given her a sedative. She's a bit beat up, but I think she'll be all right. Good. Really, Emily, did you have to get so violent with her? She didn't give me a whole lot of choice, Dad. Speaking from experience, Doc, I'd listen to your daughter. I can still feel the lump Mickey gave me on the back of my head. If Scarlet hadn't stopped her, I would have learned the beauty of tranquility just like Max wanted. Max? Max was there? Yeah. You didn't see him? He left just before Mickey stuck him with the needle. Jack, what exactly did Max tell you? Did you find out how he's sending the signal? Signal? 
What's he talking about? Tell him. We don't have time. He needs to know. Tell him. All right. When I first conceived of the energy orb, I thought I'd unlocked the greatest secret in the universe. After years of trying, interdimensional travel was finally within my grasp. But when Bud came to me with the plans for his transistor, I, I was truly humbled. With a simple signal, he discovered the impossible. A way to command the brain to repair itself. It was groundbreaking stuff, but no one was willing to take the leap without a working prototype. Uh, I knew I'd, it'd be a hard sell, but I, I believed in my friend. So I set up a meeting at McQueen Mac. I've always known Max to be a tough negotiator, so I was surprised when he agreed to almost all of Bud's terms. He even signed off on letting the Tranquils be the first to test group. He only requested two changes to Bud's original proposal. One, the day-to-day operations of Tranquility Centers be turned over to McQueen's staff for the duration of the tests. And two, that the transistors be modified to receive multiple signals instead of one. He claimed it was a failsafe, so that the transistors could work without fear of disruption, but... In truth... He created his own signal to control their minds. My god. Bud codenamed the Project Ares, after the god of war. He saw us all as soldiers in the fight against Vergadan addiction. When the first attack started less than a month after the Tranquility Trials began, the, the irony wasn't lost on us. Why didn't you just pull the plug? It was too late. McQueen had shot us out completely. So I went into hiding and took my plans for the energy orb with me hoping it might buy some time. I warned Bud, and I tried to warn M to warn Scarlet that I had broken the truce. Now that Bud's gone, he'll focus his energy back on us. Max never was one for loose ends. We need to stop hiding. Take the fight to him. You want to pit the dead rose against the black jackets and an army of smilers? You can't. The hell I can't! They're innocent people! They don't know what they're doing. If if we can find the command signal... After what happened at the docks, my people expect blood. Oh, yes! More blood! More death! That will solve everything! You know, sometimes I'm glad your grandmother never lived to see the person you became. You betrayed my grandmother's memory the moment you started working for him. You knew what he was. What he stood for. But you sold your soul to him anyway, and what did it even get you? A daughter that hates you, and a friend that died for you. Emily, please, don't do this. Look after Mickey, Jack. See that she doesn't get hurt. Emmy. Don't call me that. Well, that was fun. You know, Doc, when I asked if a woman had come between you and Max, this ain't quite what I had in mind. Doc? You alright, Doc? I, uh, I raised her myself, you know. Her mother died in childbirth. I tried to instill in her the same ideals my mother had learned from the roses, but I never left any room for compromise. You know, I knew McQueen wasn't a good man, but I hoped through our partnership I could still accomplish good things in this world. She never forgave me for that, and what it did to Bud. It broke her. It made her a dead rose. Life is swell with 
What station is this? WNCT. Why do you ask? Does Max still own Double L? Yes, but... We've got to get to the station. I know how he's sending the signal. Well, my car's out front. Hello, listeners. Will Snyder here of Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. And it's time for another edition of Audio Drama Spotlight. This time, we are taking a look at Kane and Fields. Here is Ollie to tell you all about it. In a city that never sleeps, the veil between waking and dreaming can fray at the edges. Enter Lucifer Kane, an academic whose knowledge of the other side is unparalleled, and Brutus Fields, an ex-cop with fists of iron. If you've strayed where you shouldn't, heard what you ought not, or looked where you mustn't. You may require the services of Kane and Fields, paranormal investigators. Listen on iTunes, and where all good podcasts can be found. If it's at Kane and Fields, it's probably us. And if you would like to be on a future audio drama spotlight, just send us an email at neonnightspodcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a direct message on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. And now, back to Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. This next one goes out to all you nightcrawlers. Out late looking great and burning the candle at both ends. Little Johnny's got just the tune to put you over the moon. So dig in those heels, boys and girls. Grab your getup and go blast off. What the hell you got under the hood of this thing? Let's just say it isn't exactly street legal. Oh, oh you might want to brace yourself slightly. What? Whoa! Holy shit! Look out! Tuck, you, you gotta slow down. <laughs> We're gonna get spotted for sure. <laughs> Not to worry. Cloaking device engaged. Cloaking device? Handy, right? It's definitely gotten me out of a few tickets. <laughs> so, you think he's broadcasting the signal from the station somehow? That's the double L jingle. The, the smilers were humming it before each of the attacks, and so was Mickey before she knocked me out. It must act as a trigger. Accuse the transistors to switch over to his signal. How did you figure it out? Double L's been out of commission for years, right? So why would they still be advertising it on the radio? <laughs> Amazing deduction! Well done, Jack. Thanks. We're here. <laughs> and that, my boy, is how you turn a 30-minute commute into three. Now, I think you better open that package I gave you earlier. It's... It, 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 it's an... An energy orb, yes. We're going to use it to send the station through a rift in space-time. You mean... You can send me home? Jack, you, you don't understand. The orb is... Uh, unfinished. The rift it will generate is too unstable for human travel. Th- there's no telling where it might send you or, or in how many pieces you'd show up. Doc, 
Please. I, I promise. I'll find a way to get you home, but right now we've got to stay focused. Now, the field won't last for long, so we'll need to... <gasps> Doc! Hakuto. Last time you get in my way, Tracer. That shoulder looks bad, Hakuto. You think you can swing that sword with only one arm? <gasps> Scarlet? How did you- Now's not really a good time, Jack! Where did you get that sword? What's it to you? Wait! Those who came before you desired the power to create change. What resides in your heart? How do you- What resides in your heart? The power to do good. Do what you came to do, and leave. What the- You're just gonna let her run off? I- uh, I'm- I'm proud of you, Emmy. Dad! Doc, you're alive! Dad, what are you doing? Someone has to stay behind to initiate the sequence. Dad, please. Get her out of here, Jack. I won't leave you. You have to. Or it'll all have been in vain. In your heart resides the power to do good. Go. Make your grandmother proud. I'll try. I know you will. Now go! It was close to dawn as we pulled into Scarlet's driveway. Inside the house, there was a note from Mickey, waiting on the coffee table. I married the next night at George's, a diner a few blocks from Dirty Dog, to go over the details. Come on, you stupid piece of... I just fixed this thing last week. One airship ticked to London... One passport, courtesy of Scarlet. You're booked under the name Mary Catherine O'Dell. Thanks. So, London, huh? It's just a stepping stone. From there I can catch the boat to Limerick. Limerick? <laughs> it's about time I stopped running from the past. Who knows? Maybe I'll even learn to hate the rain again. <laughs> you know, a good friend once told me, you can't put the flowers before the rain. Sound advice. Here, I want you to have these. The keys to Finian's? Mickey, are you sure? Just don't let the place go to complete shite, alright? I'll do my best. George's! <sighs> yeah, alright. Hold on. Phone call for Jack Tracer. It's Scarlet. I'm late for a meeting with, with the dead Rose at the Dirty Dog. She must be getting antsy. I should be off anyway. My flight leaves in an hour. Hey, you taking this call or not? You're right there, George. Want me to give her a message? Tell her that... Tell her... Yeah? Tell her... Thank you. For everything. I will. Good luck, Mickey. You too, Jack. 
Okie dokie then. Sorry, George. Uh, I promise I'll be quick. You know, there's a payphone outside. Here. It's not your radio. The station's out. Oh, for the love of Pete. Hey, sorry, Scarlett. Uh, Mickey just wanted to say goodbye. Hello, Jack. Max. I was wrong about you. You're not as dumb as you look. How the hell? Honestly, did... Jack, did you really think I'd transmit the signal from only one station? That would have been careless. It's a shame about a dirty dog. It really was a lovely bar. Max? Max! Hey! Keep the change! Son of a bitch! I can make it. It's three blocks. I can get there in time. Oh, please. Please, God. Please let me get there first. So sorry. Please, please clear the area. Please clear the area. I just want to talk to The dirty dog has died tonight. As the flames burn brighter. The smiling shadows appear to have succeeded in their subterfuge. Is there any hope left in Neon City? Find out next time on Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an Evil Kitten production. Please visit our website, evilkittenproductions.com. The episode, The Case of the Smiling Shadows, was written by John Patrick Wenzel and directed by Sarah Sarka. Our theme song is done by Daniel Carl with additional music by Kevin McLeod. All jingles were written by Brad Brubaker and the crowd goes wild. Jack Tracer is played by Will Snyder. Scarlet is played by Rachel Craig. Dr. Atticus Bell is played by C.J. Chapman. Mickey Flynn is played by Amanda Foreman. Hakuto is played by Kim Fukawa. The radio DJ is played by Orlando Segarra. Gus is played by Brad Brubaker. And Max McQueen and narration are done by John Patrick Wenzel. Did you know that we have a Patreon? Just head to patreon.com forward slash evil kitten productions. Become a patron today. We have tiers and rewards that can fit any budget. Please also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. And finally, if you enjoyed our show, please help us grow by leaving a rating and a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thank you for listening.